<clears throat> alright, alright, okay, okay, what's up everybody, it's the only talks facts over here, gonna spit some facts, like always, of course, uh, no, this is not my WWE Friday Night Smackdown review, that'll come out tomorrow morning, I'm gonna go watch that in a little while, I just got home, was out for a little while, we got some good news right here, we got some really good news, around 11 o'clock this morning, I saw this, and I couldn't believe it at first, but it is true, the New York Islanders have re-signed Matthew Bozell. Three years, $21 million. So it would make it around $7 million a year, which is great. This is, this is awesome right here. This is awesome. This is seriously awesome, and I can't wait. This was such good news today. We needed this right now, because as Islander fans... I've been waiting a while, you know, we were kind of thinking like, okay, when is Barzell going to get re-signed? Is he going to hold out? But great news today. Great news. I couldn't even believe it at first. I saw it and I was like, no, this can't be real. No, 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 no. I'm not going to believe it just yet. But then everybody started saying it and I was like, it's true. It's damn true. Matthew Barzell is here for the next three years. Oh, man, this is a lot of momentum now going into Thursday's game with the Rangers now in the, the season opener. That's huge. This is huge. And Barzell led the team in scoring last season, and he had a good postseason. He had a good postseason last year. You know, he's only going to get better. You know, he's in, you know he's been here, you know, full-time in the NHL for three seasons. You know, the 16-17 season. He debuted. He only played two games, and then he got sent back down to Bridgeport. And then the next season, he won the Calder. And that was huge. And, you know, the Islanders in the 16-17 season, I guess, you know, they thought he wasn't ready. You know, they waited another year. And look what he did. He won the Calder. I was actually there when he got a hatcher against the Winnipeg Jets. It was a nice Saturday afternoon game. Well, it wasn't nice out, but they won 5-2, and Bozzi scored a hat trick. And that was a great game right there. Really great game. Really great game to be a part of. I've seen a couple hat tricks in my time. You know, I've seen Sean Bergenheim score a hat trick on March 7, 2009 when the Islanders played the Devils. They won 7-3 that game, the Islanders. That was a pretty cool game for a very bad team. That was a great game. Um, I think that's like the only other hat trick I saw than Bozell's eight years later. You know, I believe, I'm trying to think. Actually, no, no, no. There's another one. On February 21st, 2011, I saw Matt Molson score a hat trick against Florida. They won the Florida Panthers, they won 5-1, and they won 5-1, yep, that was a good game too for another bad Islanders team, same with the 17-18 team, that team was bad as well, and just a great game, now let's see, was that the only, was there, was there another one though, mm, no, there's also another one, there's one more, but I actually left in the third period, I left before the third period, it was on January 12th of 2016, I believe, when Brock Nelson scored a hat trick against the Jackets, they won 5-2, the Islanders, but I wasn't there for the third period. I stayed two periods, and after, yeah, I left at the second period, and Nelson got the hat trick on an empty net goal in the third period. So I've seen four hat tricks. Let's see, now is that, let's see, wait, hold on, I gotta think again. Okay, no, yeah, I've seen four hat tricks, even though I didn't, get to, I didn't get to see Nelson's last goal, but it was pretty cool. But besides the point, you know, uh, Keevan Barzi, that was obviously a top priority. Obviously, it was a top priority. You know, we'll see what other moves the Islanders make going into the season. You know, there's a few more days left. There's a few more days left until the season begins. So, are they done now? With making moves, obviously, I think with, you know, signing people, they're done. 
maybe they're going to make some trades. We've heard Thomas Hickey's name, Leo Komarov. You can't say Andrew Lack because nobody's going to touch him at all. Nobody's touching his contract. Absolutely not. Nobody's going to do that. But um, I'm ha- I'm really happy, though, with keeping Barzi. You know? It almost felt like is it going to be just like what happened with Tavares. Except Barzi restricted free agent, so he's on the you know roster. He was on the training camp roster. He wasn't really a free agent. He was a restricted free agent, you know what I mean? Where he wasn't available like on the whole market, everything like Tavares was. I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? But we got him still. This is huge. It's a lot of momentum now going into the season. Expectations are high as hell right now. They are high as hell. What this team is going to look like. Like I said, like I mentioned, the team should look like, we'll go by the lines again. First line, Lee, Barzi, Eberle, uh, Beauvillier, Nelson, Bailey, Bellows, Pajot, and Wallstrom. And obviously, the best fourth line in hockey, Martin, Sezikis, and Clutterbuck. And with defense, you know, Pellick, Pollock, Lenny Mayfield, and uh, Green and Dobson. And, you know, obviously goaltending, you know, you have Varley and Sorokin. And Sorokin, who knows, he might start in the first game against the Rangers. Wouldn't that be something to make his debut? He's going to start in one of those games. And maybe it'll be the first one. Maybe it will. We don't know. But with Barzi, though, this kid's a hell of a player. We know that for a fact. He's a, you know, he's a hell of a player. We know that for a fact. They did say he wanted six years. So... Blue compromise right there, you know, because we know the, the cap space and the money, they couldn't make it possible. So that's why they did three years, $21 million. So that's fair enough. And then he'll be, he'll be a restricted free agent after his contract's done. So he won't really be on the market again, you know what I mean? So Lou knows what he's doing. Everybody's saying Lou Lamarillo, he's a terrible GM. He doesn't know what he's doing. He knows how to build a team. He knows how to build a team. That's what he does. He's won the Stanley Cup for a reason with the Devils. I think he did it like once or twice. May have been, I believe it was just once when they won in 03. Could have been another time too. Maybe like when they won against Dallas. But when they beat um, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Lou Lamarillo was a GM at the time. But still, listen, he won the GM for a reason last year. And he made the right move by getting Pajot with the trade deadline. You know, he was a huge part for... He was a huge piece for us, especially in the playoffs. He was big for us in the playoffs, you know. And look what he's done in this offseason. He brought back Matty Martin and Andy Green and now re-signing Barzi. This is huge. This is huge right here. And also, yeah, he re-signed Pollock for two years. That was that was big. Pollock's our best defenseman. I wish I would have kept Taze, but, you know, it's another story for another day. But still, with Barzell right here, this is going to be great. I feel like Barzell... He'll be up there for the Hart Trophy this year. I'm going to say that right now. It's a hot take. The season hasn't even gotten started yet. But I think he's going to be up there for the Hart Trophy. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm not saying he's going to win. But he'll be one of the three candidates. That's how I feel. He'll be up there for it. I don't, I, like, I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm not going to put like, you know, it all out there. I'm not going to like, say that right now. But I believe he's going to be up there for the Hart Trophy. I believe he's going to be. And isn't it something how he signed the contract and he scores two goals in the scrimmage game today? It's like, that's beautiful. He's feeling it now. I'm happy that he's staying in Islander. I really am. I seriously, seriously am. I can't wait. This feels good right here. This isn't like, a, this isn't like if Garth Snow was a GM, this would not have gotten done. 
this wouldn't have gotten done. I guarantee that this would not have gotten done. Garth would have traded him or would have been like, yo, here's less money than $21 million. I'm telling you right now, that's what he would have done. Please. Just like, stop. <laughs> but Lou's a smart guy. Like I said, you know, he brought back Brock Nelson and Eberly and Lee, brought in Varley. He's re-signed Pollock and now he's re-signed Barzy and bringing in Green. You know, re-signing Green and re-signing Martin. This team is going to be a dangerous team this year. You know, hopefully, my you know, my biggest flaw right here, not flaw, I should say, you know, the third line is really going to determine this Islanders team because the first line is complete with Lee, Barzy, and Everly. The second line is complete with Bo, you know, Beauvillier, Nelson, and Bailey. The third line, we don't know. Well, the fourth line, we know it's Martin, Zeke, Clutterbuck, obviously. But the third line, we know Pajot is going to be at center. Who's going to be his left wing and right wing guy? Like I said, it's got to be Bellos and Wallstrom. But in reality, it could be Dow Cole and Komarov or Ladd and Komarov. And I'll be like, you can't do that. You've got to go young right there. You've got to go with Bellos and Wallstrom. Like I said, like I mentioned with Komarov, he's a grinder. He's a, grind, he's a grimy player. He's a grinder. He is. I like Uncle Leo. I do. He's a grinder. You know, he'll get in there. He's a good player. Good defender. Not a great offensive player, but a great defender. He's a great penalty killer as well. But he should really be riding the pine. Or maybe you trade him. He's got two years left on his deal. Maybe some team will take him. Maybe Toronto will take him back. I don't know. With Ladd, look how banged up Ladd has been these last couple years. Has not lived up to expectations on his contract. Let's see, how many years has he played for us now? Or really has he played for us? He played in the first two seasons. He was kind of healthy. But the last two seasons, he hasn't been. He's been with us four years. He's got two years left after this season. Because Garth Snow thought it was a great idea to give him a seven-year contract after the 15-16 season. I thought it was a good idea at first. At first, I was like, okay, Lad's a goal scorer. Okay, he can really help us out. He scored 20 goals in his first season. And then he disappeared. He had a great second half in the uh, <clears throat> in the 16-17 uh, season. He had a great second half. He only had four goals in, before, you know, at, at the middle of January. He only had four goals. And then he finished with 20. He went on a nice stretch. He was red hot. And I was like, okay, good. But ever since then, he's just been a ghost on the ice. He's the Jacoby Ellsbury of hockey. That's what he is. So the third line is going to be a huge question mark for the Islanders. That's all I'm saying. You need all four lines to be perfect. You need all four lines to be perfect. Can't just be three of the four lines or two of the four lines. Absolutely not one of the four lines. Every... One of your lines has to be perfect. We do not know how the third line is going to look. I know this is mostly about Barzell, but I'm just saying this team won't be a cup contender if all their lines aren't set because we don't we don't know what the third line is going to look like. We just don't know. Hopefully, it is Bellows, Pajot, and Wallstrom. We know Pajot's got a spot right there. It's sealed and done. But we don't know who his line mates are going to be. We do not know what his line mates are going to be. We just don't know. Hopefully it is Kiefer Bellows and Oliver Wallstrom. We have to hope that it is. I can't say that's going to be. I just hope. That's all. But I really am happy for Barzi right here for three years now. Three more years on the island. Hopefully he gets a big extension. You know, when his contract is up in three years. That's what I hope right there. And I believe he, he will. We look at Barzi right now. 
You look at Barzi, he's 23. He'll be 26 when his contract is done. He's going to get a big contract after that because he's still going to be young. He's still going to be young. You look at his, you look at, you look at him throughout his career. He hasn't missed a game. Hasn't missed a game. His first full season, he played all the 82 games, scored 22 goals. Same thing the next season, played every game, scored 18 goals. Well, his first he had 85 points. He had 63 assists, and then he had 44 assists in the second year. And oh man, the second year he did have a little bit of struggles. It was a new system with Barry Trotz, you know. It was a whole new system. He did have his struggles. You know, a little, you know, he was in a bad goal drought for a while. Like, from, like, mid-February to late March. He had a long goal drought. He was struggling. Like, he was really struggling. I remember, like, his last goal was against the Oilers when I was actually was at the last Islanders. Home game at Barclays Center in uh, a regular season home game in 2019 on February 16th. Uh, he scored a tipping goal, uh, shot from Devon Taves, and he tipped it in. And after that, he didn't score until... What was it March 28th against Winnipeg? 2019? Yeah, March 28th. So it was like a whole month until he scored another goal. So he had a bad goal drive right there, so that's mostly why. Or else if he didn't have a bad goal drive, he probably would have had 30 goals. Probably. And he had 44 assists, which equals up to 62 points. And last season, the 68 games, you know, it was mostly shortened due to, you know, uh, COVID. Played 68 games before the, you know, COVID pandemic, you know, shut everything down. Played 68 games, scored 19 goals, had 41 assists, had 60 points. And in the playoffs, in, his, in the first time they made it to the playoffs in the 18-19 season, he played in eight, all the eight games, scored two goals, had five assists, seven points. He was good. And especially in the playoffs last season, played in all the 22 games, scored five goals, had 12 assists, which equals up to 17 points. You know, listen, Bars, he's really going to have a huge breakout year this year. I really, if there was a full season, I would say he's going to score 30. I believe he'll score 25. Like, t- between 20 to 25, he'll score. Maybe he will score 30. Maybe he will. Maybe we'll have a Mike Bossy and he'll score 50 goals in 50 games. I mean, I don't know. Would you imagine that, though? That'd be crazy. If he really goes off. I mean, we don't know. But still, he deserves it. He really does. He's only going to get better. He's 23 years old. He's not going to be 24 until May. So he's very young. Very, very young. So, did he deserve a bigger contract? Absolutely, 100%. If the Islanders had the money to give him those extra three years so it would equal up to six years, they would have done it, but they couldn't do it. Just hopefully they have the money in the next couple of years. We can't worry about that right now. This is their Stanley Cup window right, right here. This is what it is. This is the cards that have been dealt. This is the team right here. You can't look for any outside help. You know, for like a trade or anything or any signings, that's most likely not going to happen when you think of it because they locked down Anders Lee. Now they locked down Barzell for a while. They locked down Eberle. Uh, Beauvillier, isn't Beauvillier a free agent after the season? They signed a two-year deal, so I think, yeah, he's a free agent after he's a restricted free agent. So he's, he's going to want to get paid because Beauvillier is very underrated. He's very underappreciated too, just in my opinion. This is what, what I see. You got Nelson locked down. You got Bailey locked down, obviously. With the third line, like I said, you got Pajot locked down. Bellows and Wallstrom are young. They're on their rookie contracts. They're very young, you know. They won't be restricted free agents for a while, so you have to worry about them right now. But if you if you saw, if you put Dow Cole there, isn't he a free agent after this season or something? He can go wherever he wants. I really don't care. Komarov's got 
one year left after this year. Lad's got two years after this year. I wish he would just fucking retire already. That'd be really nice. And the fourth line, you got Martin for four years. Ezekiel is a free agent after this year, and Clutterbuck might not be protected due to Seattle. You know, Seattle cracking might pick him up. So, you know, you could lose Ezekiel and Clutterbuck, but I'm sure they're gonna resign Ezekiel. He's another underappreciated, not unappreciated. You know, well, actually, could you say underappreciated? Underrated. I should say. I take it back for Bovillier too. I wouldn't say he's underappreciated. Very underrated. You know, Ezekiel is really good. He's extremely underrated. Extremely underrated. Well, yeah. So a lot of these guys, they got locked down right now. They do. You don't have to worry about anything right now. But, you know, the, well, the only things you got to worry about is, you know, Bovillia being a free agent after this year. Same with Tzizekas. And Clutterbuck might not be protected for Seattle. So we don't know. Hopefully, hopefully Seattle doesn't pick him up. Hopefully not. Hopefully they don't. But time will tell. But I am happy Barzy is staying on the island, you know. I'll admit, I've had criti- I have to admit it, though. I have had criticism against Barzell a little bit. But that's mostly out of frustration. I've done that with a lot of players. You know, a lot of star players I've gotten frustrated at. You know, I, you, know I, you let your emotions get the best of you right there. Especially when you go on social media and you start saying shit about players that everybody was after. And you know what? You deserve it. I deserved it. When I said the Islanders should get rid of Barzell and everything. This is during game four against the Lightning in the playoffs last year. And I made a mistake right there. I just let my emotions get the best of me because, you know, I was getting pissed off because, you know, the Islanders were up one nothing and they blew it right away and they weren't capitalized on the power play. And I was like, come on, we're so close right here. We're a couple wins away from getting to the cup. Come on now. You know, we need this. Come on, us Islander fans, we deserve this. And I just got pissed right there. I really just got pissed. Like, Barzell took a stupid penalty. And I just flipped. I flipped. I was screaming at the TV. I hope you get traded. I hope you leave just like Tavares did. I was pissed. And you know what? I should have said that on social media saying, like, you know what? I hope this, I hope Barzell doesn't resign. I hope we let him go. And believe me, I got a tearing in the ass times 10. Because that was, you know, that was wrong of me to do that. That really was. It was bad. It was, it was bad. I'll admit that. You know, it still, it still bothers me to this day that I said that. You know, it really, it really does. But I'm just happy he's still here. I really am. I love Barzell. Don't think that I hate him. I don't. I don't hate him. I love him. I'm like that with every player. Believe me, I am. I'm, you should see me when I talk about Dal Cole. <laughs> like, I hate Dal Cole. I, I can't stand him. I really can't. I can't stand Dal Cole at all. I really can't. Believe me, I've said shit with the Yankees too, like with Giancarlo Stan and everything when he wasn't playing in the ALCS against Houston back in 2019. I was getting pissed saying like, oh, this guy's a bum. Screw him, screw him. And believe me, some people said something to me, but not that much. You know, believe me, I've been like this. I've been like that with Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. Not this year, obviously, but like two years ago. I was like that in 2018. I was getting pissed saying, oh my God, this guy Prescott. What the hell's wrong with him? What the hell? What the hell? But you got to take it easy. With basketball, who have I really got mad at basketball with my Nets? Who have I really gotten mad at? Not KD and Kyrie, obviously. We can't say KD's only played a few games this year. Kyrie, no, I can't get mad at Kyrie. That's my guy. Uh, damn. Maybe Paul Pierce when he was on the Nets because I couldn't stand him. So I guess I'd say him. But, hey, listen, you make mistakes right there. And everybody else has done that too, you know. People make mistakes right there. They say stupid shit on social media about players, you know. 
But then, of course, you'll miss them when they're gone, obviously. But that was a bad mistake on my part when I said, like, I hope Barzell leaves. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? He sucks. He sucks. I was just pissed. I wasn't even thinking. When you let emotion take over right there, you just say stupid things. And people that did see that tweet, obviously, have deleted it. People that did see it, I really am sorry for what I said right there. And you can see, oh, Barzell doesn't care what you think. Barzell doesn't know who I am, obviously, of course. Like, Jesus Christ. You think I don't know that? But... It really does bother me that I did say that because I was like, oh my God, what did I just say? <laughs> I got ratioed like a motherfucker right there. But I deserved it. Absolutely. 100%. There's no denying that. There's no denying it. There's no denying it at all. Just can't. Because, you know, I'd be a hypocrite to say I didn't deserve it. I'm not going to ride my high horse and say, no, I, I didn't deserve that. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to be like that at all. That's just being stupid. But the bars, you know, you are my guy. You are. When I was at the Islander game, when he scored the hat trick, I screamed, I love you, Barzell. So I do love this kid. I may get mad at him sometimes, but I'm like that with every single player. That's how I get. That's just how I am. I'm very, like, you get, you grow impatient as a fan sometimes. Because you want to win. But it's just not like that. You got to lose. You have to realize that, you know what? You're going to go through a lot of losing. You can't win. You can't win every game. Not every season is going to be success. Some seasons are going to be failures. But ever since Barzell's been with the Islanders, they've only missed the playoffs one time. That was in the 17-18 season. You really can't count the 16-17 season because he's only up here for two games. So full-time he's been here. They've made the playoffs two out of the three seasons. Especially almost making it to the Stanley Cup last year. And are the Islanders a playoff team? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can they get home advantage in the playoffs? That's a question. That's a big question mark. We don't know yet. I'm not going to say too much about the Islanders in the playoffs, you know, expectations. Expecta- well, one thing about expectations, it is really high. Expectations is very high. But when it comes down to the playoffs, you know, with home advantage, you can't, well, you can't think about that right now. The season hasn't even gotten started yet. But expectations are up there. They are absolutely up there for the Islanders. And like I said, I feel like Barzell is going to go off this year. He's going to be up there for the hard trophy. And we'll see what happens. Hopefully he wins it. That would be really that would be something if he wins it. That would be crazy. I would love that. But <laughs> the kid who won the call the got paid right here and he's going to get a big contract when his 3-year deal is up. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a big contract. He'll be 26 at the time. He's going to get paid a huge deal. And hopefully the Islanders they have the money at the time, but like I said, can't worry about that right now. This is their Stanley Cup window now these next 3 years. That's what it is. So it's time to get to work. You know, I'm happy they finally got a deal done. So it's basically like a week after. Well, see, when the training camp opened, third, so on Sunday it opened. So it took a while. It took a few days. You know, they were negotiating, negotiating, negotiating. That's how it takes. It takes a while. It's not going to happen right away. Look how, like, um, for example, like with the Cowboys or Prescott, negotiations and negotiations. Ugh. Negotiations are going to take a while. But I believe Dak Prescott is still going to be the Cowboys quarterback. They're not going to let him go. That's just not going to happen. It can't. And maybe maybe the Yankees re-signed DJ LeMahieu. Like Things have been taking a while. Maybe the Yankees are finally able to pay him. Because we'll, we'll see. You know, the whole thing with Lindor and that whole you know story of him going to the Mets. Now the Yankees got to re-sign LeMahieu because Lindor was basically a plan B. But LeMahieu hasn't even signed with anybody yet. But besides the point, things do take time. 
Was I starting to believe Barzell wasn't going to be an Islander? Absolutely. I'd be lying if I said I. If, I'd be lying if I said I didn't believe that in myself that Barzell wasn't going to resign for a second, or maybe I thought they would trade him. That's what I believed at for a second. I was like, he might be gone. But things take a while. That's part of being a sports fan, right there. Sometimes you believe in the worst. Sometimes. But you got to also have hope. And it's hard to have hope. It's absolutely hard to have hope. You know, I'm sure a lot of Islander fans, including myself, have to realize, you know what? This isn't the Mike Milbury era. This isn't the Garth Snow era. This is the Lula Marill era. And Barry Trotz era. That's what it is. It's a different system, different team. This is not old management. This is old management. They would not have gotten a deal done. I can guarantee you that. Guaranteed. But I am really happy Barzi is staying. I really am. I really, really am. And I can't wait for next Thursday because me and my boys are watching the game. One of my boys is an Islanders fan. King MGJ, he's an Islanders fan for those who don't know. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. And our other boy, you know, CJ's a big Rangers fan. You know, we're going to be in his face during the game. We know that for a fact. It's going to be fun. Maybe we'll get a nice, nice triple threat match right there. We'll see. <laughs> I don't even know what jersey I'm going to wear because we, because me and... King MGJ, or mostly King MGJ, he says, you know, you know, when we play in NHL, like NHL 19, like we used to play at my friend's house, now he's got 21 finally. So my friend always wears the Island. But King MGJ always wears the black jerseys the Islanders had, the black alternate jerseys they had for two years. And he says black for the funeral. So maybe I'll wear one of my black jerseys because I got a boy Chuck black jersey and a lad black jersey. So, you know, I can't stand that. Maybe I'll wear the boy Chuck one honoring of Johnny Boychuk. You know, black for the funeral right there. That's what it's all about. But I can't wait. I'm actually wearing my camouflage Islanders jersey that I got for Christmas. So I'm wearing that right now. So it feels pretty good. I should have worn my Parcel jersey today. That would have made it even more special. Oh, my gosh. But um, it feels good, though. It really does. Really happy to have this kid back now. Three more years. It's going to be fun. You know, can the Islanders really go far this year? It's a hot take, but I'm going to say yes. They will go far. I'm not going to say Stanley Cup. I'm not going to say Stanley Cup. You still got to worry about a lot of teams. But I believe this team, with Barry Trotz, with Lula Amarillo, and the pieces that we have on this team, they will go far. I believe it. I believe it now, especially now with Barzell. Especially bringing him back, they're definitely going to go far. They will. All right, guys. Well, Matty B., Staying on the island, kid. This is going to be great. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I will talk to you guys tomorrow morning with my WWE Friday Night SmackDown review. I'm going to watch that in a couple minutes. And we'll talk about that tomorrow morning. But this is great. This is great. Well, either tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. But most likely tomorrow morning. I just want to let you guys know. If it doesn't come out in the morning, then the afternoon. But most likely it will be the morning. But with Barzell, though, this feels good. This feels really, really good. So, welcome home, we could say, to the kid Varzi. Oh, this is going to be fun. All right, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.